Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Positively You podcast. I'm Jessie, and this is the first episode of 2021. Heck yes, I'm so dang excited to have a new year, to have a fresh start. I love Mondays, I love a new year, so I am just jazzed and pumped for the whole thing. Today's episode is all about creating goals, habits, how you can be successful in those things. But before I get into the episode, I want to put a big fat disclaimer or just an FYI at the beginning. So, you know those people who just seem to have it all together, right? Like they're those type A, super organized, they're on top of everything, they're really put together, they're these go-getters and these high achiever people. I am not one of those. I'm not very type A, I'm not a naturally like crazy motivated or super disciplined type of person. In fact, I would say that procrastination is like the number one trait I was born with. I'm excellent at making up excuses like it's my job. And I just really want you to know that like I'm not this person that's just got all my ish together and that I'm like this list maker that just checks off things and habits are these things that come super naturally to me. They are not. Anything that seems like it just means that I have worked really, really hard to get to that point. It means that I came to these points and this method after failing a whole bunch of times. I mean, I fail way more than I succeed, but I've started to learn and try to learn from the failures and take that into something that I can turn into something that can work for me. So there you go. There's the little disclaimer. Let's just get right into it. So it's the new year, hashtag duh, and everyone and their dog is talking about setting goals or what their word of the year is or creating new healthy habits, resolutions, all that jazz. And I want to kind of talk about the way we set goals and how we can put ourselves in the best position possible to actually achieve them and not just have them be something that we forget about by February 30th. There's not a February 30th. I just made up a date by like February 25th (laughs) since there's not a February 30th. All right. Like I said, as someone who has learned this lesson through years and years and lots and lots and lots of failure and learning what not to do, I have figured out where I went wrong and how to fill in the gaps and learning from where I went right so that I could figure out how to actually stick to these new habits and be able to actually check off the goals. And so with that failing and learning and trial and error, I've come up with a five-step method to creating habits and sticking to goals. 
So most New Year's resolutions and goals or new habits, they sound a lot like this, right? Like you'll see someone say, I want to journal more. I want to meditate more. I want to drink more water, exercise more. There's a lot of more, right? Or there's like less, like I want to do less. I can't even think of a less right now. But it's really, they're all really great goals, right? Like I want more self-care time. I want to eat more veggies. I want to read more. I want to connect with my spouse more. And on and on and on. And these are all really good goals. And they could all add tons of value to your life. But they're just scratching the surface. Writing goals like that is just kind of like a good brain dump or a starting point. You've got the what, right? Like the the basic what. And that is where most of us, hi, me, I'm, I'm over here with my hand raised really high. This is me. This is where most of us stop. We just write the what. I want to journal more and we'll see how it goes, right? I mean, with this way of doing things, if my goal was I want to read more, which that has been a goal before, and I think when I just wrote read more, I successfully read about four books in one year. Go me. But in order for me to take that goal and really run with it and really be successful, I needed to get deeper than just the what. So the what is the first step, right? So if you've been brainstorming, you've got a bunch of goals, you've got a bunch of what's written down, some new habits or resolutions or whatever, pick one or two, think of them, kind of have them in your head, and let's go a little bit deeper. So we've got the what, and let's stick for a second maybe to read more, or maybe it's that you want to exercise or work out more or be present with your kids. Whatever it is, think of the thing, think of your what, what is a goal, what is a habit, Now that you have the what, I want you to ask yourself, why? Why do you want to read more? Why do you want to change your eating habits? Why do you feel like your relationship with your kids needs to change? This is such an important question. So if you want to take time to like journal, meditate, really think about it and get really clear on what the why is behind the what. Without a strong why, It's easy to let these things go or let things get in the way. It's why so many resolutions and goals are done by the middle of February, right? Or March. You don't even make it to the second quarter of the year. It's because there's not a why behind it. It's just a what. You've got to have that feeling. You've got to have that emotion, that meaning. Once you get deeper and once you understand the pull and the why of the goal, it has so much more power. It has so much more meaning. So I want you to kind of keep going and asking why until you get an answer that feels complete. A lot of times in like business or whatever, they will say go seven levels deep. So I want you to read more. Why? Because I used to love reading. Okay, well, why? Well, because it helped me escape. Okay, well, and you keep kind of digging down until you get a really good answer that can anchor you so that you've got a really strong why attached to that what. Make sense? All right, so we're going to move on from the why. So you've got the what, you've got the why, but we're not done yet. You got to get some plans in place for how in the heck this goal is going to earn its check mark or you're going to stick to this habit. And that, my friends, is the how. It is so freaking crazy to me how many times I set goals in the past and I skipped this part. 
I mean, I basically wasn't really setting goals. I was just kind of wishing for things, right? Like by not making any plans, skipping the how completely, it's just kind of like cross your fingers and hope for the best. I never came up with a game plan and it's like no wonder why I was just freaking like spinning my wheels and doing the exact same resolutions over and over again every single year or starting over every single Monday. Like there needs to be a how, right? Like let's take this podcast for example. I had the idea of starting a podcast like two or three years ago, right? But all I had was the what. I just kind of thought, oh, I want to start a podcast. Cool. Whatever. Eventually, I started digging deeper and I got the why, but I still stopped there. It didn't take on a life. It didn't come to fruition until I developed a how. Once the how was in place, everything started to roll. Everything came alive. And it's so funny because I wish I could just go back and shake silly past Jessie and knock some sense into her, (laughs) but it's okay because life is a learning process and the show probably would be completely different if it would have started three years ago or whatever. Okay, side tangent, back to the how. (laughs) Okay, so if your goal is to read more, let's actually break this one down a little bit since it is one of my goals for this year. Here's some of my whys. I love reading and I miss it. I used to love reading as a kid. I would get completely lost in a book and could just spend hours and hours and hours and I miss that. I miss that feeling of escape. Another why is because it feels good when you finish a book, when you just close that hard cover, right? And you're like, wow, I did that. I love talking about the things that I'm reading in the books with either friends or with Connor on our walks. I like expanding, you know, the influences that I've got around me. There's just, there's so many more whys and I can kind of dig deeper so that when I have a day that comes up where I'm like, oh, I don't have time to read. I'm like, well, no, this is why I want to, right? And then for the how, how am I going to read more? Well, I love audiobooks because it makes reading a lot simpler for me, right? And that's how I do a lot of my reading these days. So the how can be, Every day while I'm doing my makeup, I'm going to listen to an audiobook. There, I've got a how, I've got a date, I've got it set. Like, that is going to make it so much easier to accomplish that because I've got a plan in place, right? I could also add to it and say, in addition to listening to an audiobook, I want to read like a physical book too. So, when can I fit that in? You know what? How about after I get my face washed, I get into bed and I can read a book before? you know, I go to sleep instead of scrolling the gram or whatever. Ta-da! I've got some hows in place. Now this goal and this habit is on a roll, right? So we're done. We're not done. Step four is the who. So we've got a why. We've got, sorry, we've got a what. We've got a why. We've got a how. Now we're to the who. We all know, we've heard a thousand times that a goal is so much easier to accomplish when you've got some accountability, right? Like when like your dignity is on the line, kind of. So whether it's a spouse, whether it's a friend, whether it's the whole freaking internet, get somebody to hold you accountable. I did this when I first embarked on the now infamous making my bed goal that I had to do it 365 days in a row, right? So the what was making my bed every day. The why was because I wanted to be the kind of person who started off their morning with a win. I wanted to be the kind of person who had a clean room, who had their bed made. I wanted my bed and my room to reflect my life. I didn't want chaos. I didn't want clutter. 
I wanted to feel put together. So those were a lot of the whys. The how was first thing in the morning, that bed gets made. No excuses. Nothing else gets done before then. The who was I made myself accountable to my family. And also I declared it to the internet or, you know, Instagram. And I needed to be accountable. There was days where you know, if the morning got away from me or something, I'd be like, no, because I told them I was doing this and I would run upstairs before anything else happened and get that dang bed made. Also, Connor, my dear sweet husband, threatened me that he was going to start a negatively Jesse account and air my dirty laundry. He's totally kidding. We tease each other all the time, but it was really funny to be like, oh, you're right. I can't claim to be doing this. You know, I've got to have that accountability. So the who is actually very, very important and very, very powerful to helping you stick to those habits and those goals. All right, there is one final step, and that is when. The when is actually kind of a twofer. So when will I complete this or like a deadline for your goal or your habit? And also, when will I be putting in the time and the effort into achieving this goal or habit. So going back to the example of reading, the when was I will listen while I get ready and read before bed. But I also wanted to give myself a deadline. So I thought, okay, let's do 24 books by the end of the year. Having that deadline or a countdown is a great way to stay accountable. And it also kind of keeps that fire lit under you, right? But sometimes a year deadline is a little bit too long. So you can break it down. Sometimes I'll do quarters or months, depending on the goal. So for this goal of 24 books a year, it became two books a month or six books a quarter. There you go, right? So I could stay accountable month by month. And say I had a month that went awry or whatever, just pick it back up the next month. It wasn't like I was like, oh crap, I have to read four. I mean, I could if I had extra time, but I just stuck to that two books a month. So there it is, five steps to creating healthy habits and slaying your goals. So let's recap them what they are. Number one is what? What is the goal? What is the habit you want to start? Number two, why? What is the feeling or the motions? What is that driving force deep down that's making you want this change? Number three is how. How are you going to accomplish it? What do you need to change? What plans do you need to put in place? What steps are necessary? All the good planning things. Number four, who are you accountable to? Make your goals and habits known to other people who will make you stick to your word. And number five is the when. When is your deadline and when will you work on this new habit or this goal? So there you have it. Quick little recap. And of course, speaking of habits, this is the perfect time to remind you about my free challenge, the Positively You Challenge that is happening right now. It goes for six weeks and we focus on six amazing habits designed to help you change your life. If you want to sign up, you can start anytime. Hop over to jessielarson.com. There's a big pink button right at the top. Click on that and you can get signed up. And until next week, you guys have such an amazing day. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you next week. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. 
If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts, and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jesse, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.